0: All right. Welcome to Sport Creative Podcast. Today's guest is Marshall Toomey. Now it's time to tune in, turn up the creativity, and fork it up with Spork.
1: Yes, yeah, so thank you for joining us, Marshall. Um, hey, thanks for having me.
0: Today?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, wonderful. So I guess kind of start off. So can you um give us kind of a introduction to kind of how you got into the world of arts, your early inspiration to the child before you kind of got into the, I guess, more professional field?
2: Yeah, as a child, um, I was always drawing. My father worked at the newspaper at the Kansas City Star. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. He worked at the Kansas City Star and the Independence Examiner. So he would always bring me a stack of uh, paper every Friday, just a giant stack, and I'd just put on the floor and I'd just go crazy. Well, that went on and it never stopped and it it just blossomed and everything went from there. Uh, so that was my beginning. Everything else just fell into place. But animation-wise, uh, my first animation job was in Kansas City at a little place called Calvin Communications and... I'm going to get a little serious here because it got a little serious for me back then. This was Mm. 1973, I think it was. This is a while back Mm. in Kansas City. And I had a portfolio. I think I had everything I had ever done in my life in it, which is the Mm. wrong thing to do. (laughs) But I went to apply for this job. And this, this man, he says, no. We're not looking for anybody right now. We don't want to see you. I said, well, I just want to leave my portfolio so the art director can see it. And then I'll come back and pick it up tomorrow. No problem. I just want to feel like I've done something. I said, nope, we're not doing that. We're not going to do it. We're not going to keep it. We're not going to do that. You need to take this and get out of there. You know where this was going. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. feel where this was going. Yeah. So I was feeling really uncomfortable. And I was getting mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wanted to deal with it without being angry. And... Um, I kind of, please just let me leave it. I'll come back and, and pick it up. First, when the doors open tomorrow morning, he finally said yes. By the time I got home, which was about 20 minutes, I had a phone call from the art director. <laughs> that said, come up here at 9.30, let's talk. And after that, I was working. So uh, a very small job. It lasted about a year and a half, but I learned little bitty things. And I was already drawing. I was already thinking I was going to be the greatest cartoonist ever lived. (laughs) A newspaper cartoonist, so I thought it was going to be fine. But I got to that place, and they taught me so many little things. When the job finally ended, I'm like, I got to go to California. (laughs) That was Mm -hmm. the first thing I said to myself. I got to go. One-way ticket. Some buddies went with me. They wanted to do other stuff. I'm like, let's all go. You do what you do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. First place I went for a job. This is in 1977, Ralph Bakshi's Ralph studio. Ralph Bakshi.
1: you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ralph Bakshi, yeah.
2: Okay, Ralph and I sat down in his office when I walked in the meeting and um, I got a lot of stories, so you gotta listen to all these stories. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, oh no, I know, I love here. this. Yeah. Ralph Bakshi are always I'm interesting. I'm sitting with Ralph Bakshi and he's he's he says, I love, you can draw anything, your portfolio is fantastic but you can't animate. I'm like, oh, yes, I can. I couldn't. But I'm like, yes, I can. I just got a job in Kansas City. I understand. I understand. But you cannot animate. Yes, I can. This argument, it wasn't an argument. It was a debate. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. No, you can't. This went on for about 15 minutes, really, literally. (laughs) He finally said, you know what? I'm tired uh, of this. I'm sick of this. I'm just going to hire you and you we'll find something for you to do. That was my first job. <laughs> and that last, that was what were we doing, the Lord of the Rings. Oh, Lord of the know, Rings,
1: that's cool. Yeah, wow.
2: yeah, that's what we were working on. And I was doing rotoscope. Rotoscope, you know, yeah. The, uh, the mm-hmm. rot-
1: yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Up and forever and ever and ever. You know, uh, that wasn't my first job though. Yes, that was my first job when I got here. I eventually... that job didn't last but six months. And then I I bounced around from studio to studio, which I was happy to do because I was learning everywhere I was going. Then I had stepped into Filmation. They were hiring at the time. Mm -hmm. And I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Stepped into Filmation about 1979. Um, They said, "Um, what do you do? I didn't know what I did. And I looked at the guy next to me and I'm like, what do you do? He says, I'm an assistant animator. I said, I'm an assistant animator. That's yeah. how I got that job. So, mm-hmm. and I stayed at Filmation for eight years. Wow. Uh, I did every episode of He-Man. He-Man, okay. <laughs> wow. Every episode, but my name's not on the credits because I was an assistant animator. Oh. So, But I did I did uh, the last season of Fat Albert. Oh, okay. Oh, um, wow. I did Lone Ranger, uh, I did some space ghosts and stuff for uh, okay. another studio.
1: Yeah, A lot of Saturday morning cartoons.
2: Yeah. I did a whole lot of that because it was tons of that to do. Yeah. So my, I learned how to do it and I learned how to do it real fast. There's more money if you can do it accurately and fast. That was the thing I, was, I learned back then. So, uh, And from there, things just started falling into place. But after eight years there, Maybe in between that, I worked on the heavy metal movie.
1: Okay, cool. Uh,
2: that was the first big movie as far as I was concerned. We did a Pinocchio movie, that uh, filmation in 87. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the crew that did that, before I say anything bad about it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the crew that did that is that my Disney crew. All of us that did all the Disney stuff, we were all at filmation mm. at one point. And we did that movie there. It was just, I don't know. We were just trying to get it together or something. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's okay. it's okay, you know. But um, but finally, I got a job on The Secret of Neil.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, with Don right? Yeah.
2: At Don Blue Studios. And that changed my life because these were pure Disney animation
1: folks. Yeah because um, they came from disney animation if they came but, yeah. from
2: disney you know because they were the little rebellious little team but they had finally started making some movies i went over there for secret and them i learned so much and i met so many great animation folks and so kind of expanded my head there and um trying to make sure i get the story and then from there uh bounced around a couple little places doing commercials there were always commercials to do uh fruity pebbles the flintstone cereal stuff all i was doing this stuff all the time
0: oh wow
2: um because it was out there the work was there and i if i could stay awake i could draw that's the way i felt about it (laughs) and i was learning the whole time i was doing it so that, that was a good thing and then i was always scared to go to disney but it was. They had just finished *The Little Mermaid*. And they were doing *Rescuers Down Under*.
1: Yeah.
2: And this is about the middle of *Rescuers Down Under*. I heard they were looking for for assistant animators. Yeah. Uh, at least people to come in and draw. And here's my story. And I'm, I had an offer to be an animator from Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Oh. They were gonna, and I got to tell you the money. They were gonna pay me nine hundred dollars a week. Oh my god, that's so much money back
1: in yeah. 19... and fact, that, that's a lot of money back in the eighties.
2: That was so much money to work on uh, the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. It was a movie they were doing. Oh
1: yeah, a television movie. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I was gonna work on that for, and that was what I was gonna get paid. I was so excited, and then I had the offer from Disney to be a breakdown artist at about three seventy-five or something like that so my new wife at the time I was like I'm not even thinking about it (laughs) I know what we're gonna do and she's like no no this is Disney you need to go over there (laughs) this is the animation business I know what I need to do so I went to Disney (laughs) (laughs) and that was it and everything from there my career everything just started going up every step of the way and and um I did things I never dreamed I would do. And I love it. I love it. um, I try to look back at bad things to say. I have nothing bad to say. But it was the greatest part of my career so far.
0: Well, Yeah, what would you say would be like your absolute favorite moment of your career? I mean, it seems like you were in the right place at the right time every time. And I was. Yeah, that's
1: what I was going to say. yeah. For me,
2: I was it was on Beauty and the Beast. I was on the uh, miscellaneous crew, mm-hmm. meaning that we were just drawing everything in the background, everything the everything. We didn't draw any main characters, but at night there was overtime. Yeah. And I would go work on the Beast, in the Beast unit for the overtime. Oh, wow. And I did that every night. So <laughs> we And we ate a lot of food and, you know, and, and, and every night I would do it. And one night, Glenn Keane...
1: Oh, Glenn Keane, yeah.
2: Said, who's doing these drawings? And Bill Burke said, well, Marshall's doing them. He's in the uh, miscellaneous unit. He's not anymore, put him here. Put him with us. So that moment when Glenn grabbed me, every, everything changed.
0: Wow. So
2: I got to say that moment for me personally, for me as an, I don't know, as, I don't know, the next picture to the next story to that is Rafiki. That was Mm -hmm. the next thing was when I got that phone call, I was working on Aladdin, Mm. uh, on Aladdin, the character, you know, that was my character for that movie. And I was doing, I was having a good time. I had moved up to key. I had been given a whole sequence to do on my own i had glenn over my shoulder what's better than that you know i, I, I was, but then i got a phone call from don Hahn, who is do you guys know who don Hahn yeah, is
0: yeah,
1: don Hahn is he's a uh producer. did he direct emperor's new groove i believe
2: he's a producer he, oh, he so. produced a, almost all
1: oh don people. actually i know don Hahn. i think he uh he worked on winnie the pooh i believe I think, he did. I think he did yeah
2: um Yeah. Uh, He called me at 9 o'clock at night while I'm at work eating dinner at my table. That's how late. We work late all the time. Yeah. He called and said, I got a question for you. I want to offer you the hyenas on the next movie.
1: Mm. I'm
2: like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Well, they had already been given to uh, Alex Topetti and Boy, he was furious. He thought I was trying to step on his toes and he's screaming at me and hollering at me. i like, what are you talking about? I just got it, you know? So Don Han calls me and said, come into my office. I am so sorry. I didn't know he had those. And they're, they're, you're not the villain, Marshall. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but he says, we got something else we can offer you. We can offer you this little character named Rafiki.
0: Hmm.
2: And the Vulture, they were sidekicks. They were thrown out of the movie. We were gonna use, not for him, but just to make jokes. I don't know, didn't like it anyway. But he said, we're going offer you we'll off of Rafiki, he's not a big character. I said, you are offering me, I'm a kid from Kansas City, you're offering me my <laughs> own character. you're asking me, is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm all right with it, you know? And that was basically, everything changed after that. So uh, Rafiki gave me a down payment for my house, you know? <laughs> it, was, it It just was, wow. It was great, it was great. And then Quasimodo.
1: Quasimodo.
2: And uh, he was the biggest character I've ever worked on because he had like 7,500 feet of footage in the movie that he he was in the movie and he did so much, you know? And he was a challenge because you have to make him appealing, you know? Mm. From that look that he had. So you want to make him appealing. Um, but my favorite time. I'm going off. You're probably going to ask me these questions. But I'm thinking of stuff to say. I don't keep going. This is great, yeah. My favorite time. Favorite movie that I worked on. Was Atlantis.
1: Okay. That's one of oh. my favorite movies. Of I love too. Atlantis. I love Atlantis.
2: We had. It was the greatest time I've had at Disney was working on that movie. I was in charge of the all the characters and the I was artistic for cleanup animation. Mm. I handled all of that. I had a great team. Oh, man, it was a pleasure. We had fun. We knew what we were doing. You know, it, it was mm. it was we had just finished Tarzan. Mm which was just a great movie. It's probably my masterpiece, so to speak, but I was, it put me in the hospital. (laughs) That movie was something, but it it took a lot out of me. Um, So Atlantis was such a breeze and such a pleasure to work on it. It looks great.
0: And And I think think that's because
2: we felt great doing it, you know, and it just shows, so
0: okay i think that's
1: wow well i mean that and was a like, 20... great amount no of, i'm gonna stop yeah. you go mm-hmm. yeah so i guess just a few things like yeah i mean atlantis is amazing i like, think the thing that still makes me I mean, gasp about them we think like, the backgrounds are just these widescreen things and i felt like that wasn't really done even before or after that which i thought that was very cool um but as you're talking about all oh, lessons i guess up into that point of the i guess let's say mid-90s what you say were some of the biggest lessons you learned and things that you learned that you still care to this day? Choose my battles.
2: Uh, art is an opinion. You know, and, and remember that. And, and so your opinion might be one thing. Her opinion might be something. My opinion's something. Who's wrong? you know as I, I, and and so i that's the other thing that i've learned and to i got to stay calm through this whole thing it will yeah. it grabs you from so many different places and yanks all over you and you got to figure out how to stay calm figure out a a peaceful place up here in your head to go to to make these things cuz these movies have a life of their own
1: yeah
2: and that's about a year and a half or almost 2 years out of your life i, I tarzan was 3 years out of my life so so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh
2: that a, a whole lot happens you know my my last son was born in between Quasi and uh, Rafiki and Quasimodo—that's how I remember when he was born. <laughs> so you are so involved; so it takes up everything. So you can't let it take all of you. I let it take all of you for a minute, and that was—that's dangerous for mm-hmm. everybody. I think those are the main things I learned. Yeah.
0: So I guess what would you say are the key things that are important for young people? who
2: would wanna get into your industry? Um, Study, and study the the technique. You know, you don't have to go to a school to study it. There are books everywhere. Mm -hmm. You need to study how to do it and draw, Mm -hmm. please. (laughs) You know, it's so much easier when you know how a head turns around and you know that the nose, It's when the structure, when you understand structure and animal structure, and the world's easier. Everything's easier. So uh, study to get there, and don't give up. I mean, I back in the seventies, I can't tell you how many times I was told, "Oh, you're not going to make it," (laughs) you know. (laughs) And I, I just have tunnel vision, and. you gotta have
1: tunnel vision or something like this yeah that's definitely a great word of advice i mean one of my dreams is eventually going to anim- animation industry as well um specifically 2d animation i love 2d animation a lot um that's how kind of i just grew up on and that's just something that i just want to see prevail more um too. So, yeah i mean thank you for those uh words of advice it was very very um great to hear
0: yeah it was really cool too because like like my dad came from kansas city all I'm right. from St. Louis. Like, there you go. It's cool to see someone from our speck of the world get so far. and yeah, I've been I, back I to really KC to for see that them.
2: a couple of times. And yes, thank you. I'm glad to hear you say that. And that, that means a lot. I appreciate that. That yeah. means
1: a lot. Yeah. Um, but I guess to uh, move a little forward, so one question that I always, you know, I always bring up when we talk to either people in animation, where the studio they're at is, so, I guess let's just say, I guess around, I guess after Home on the Range, I mean, obviously the 2D department kind of fizzled out a bit. I mean, how did you deal with that? Because I know a lot of people have varied opinions. And was that the people knew that was going to eventually happen? Or was just yeah, kind of. Yeah, we I don't think it was all of a sudden, yeah. right? Oh, now you
2: got to hear some gossip. It's a little, a little yeah, bit no, gossip. I,
1: I'm all for I love yeah. this stuff. So. um We
2: knew when we started Home on the Range that all of us were walking out the door at the end of it. Now, the reason it's not... When we started in in our industry years, when I started, if you worked on the movie, you worked on the movie, the minute the movie's done, you're gone and you go find something else to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when we got to Disney, we stayed. (laughs) We didn't go, when the movie was over, We'd go take drawing lessons. They'd give us drawing lessons, or they'd send us to the zoo or something like that to go draw all the time. And then the next movie started, and here we're back kicking in, you know. And yeah. So we never went home, and that lasted for years. Yeah. It lasted for a lot of years, and people got used to that. <laughs> they got very comfortable, you know, because they knew imagine. we had we had a job to go to every day. But when they knew that this was the last movie, they were so depressed. And I included because I had to pick who goes first, who goes last, who you know, before I go. (laughs) And, And it was so depressing. Until this year, my wife says, you know what? you gotta start talking good about it. Cause it was always depressing and it was hard to, it's hard to look at that movie because we were leaving. The whole movie we were leaving, but we did what we were supposed to do. And I think it looks beautiful.
1: Yeah.
2: It it, it looks great because of that. So, but yeah, we knew what was happening. And um, I always have something up my sleeve. So I ran off and did other stuff, but yeah. Um, a lot of folks didn't, you know, and a lot of folks, as my big brother always says, sit on the pity potty. <laughs> and they sat <laughs> there and fussed and screamed, and Marshall, you, you know, I'm at home. What are you talking about? Holler at me for. But um, it was really depressing because it was Walt Disney. We had been there for years and it was Walt Disney, <laughs> 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 you know? And, and, and so it just kind of got to me. So, um, and that lingered in everybody's head for a while because we were there for so long. And, and we everything we did was a hit. Every, we were like the greatest rock band in the world.
1: Oh, yeah, in the 90s, yeah.
2: <laughs> everything we did was a hit. So uh, all of that was just like, oh. so it So it took a couple of years off of me. But I went across the street and had a meeting with, you ever heard of? A lady named nina jacobson she's a producer i think i so. heard yeah. of that before yes yeah she produced uh the hunger games yeah and she produced uh some other stuff mm-hmm. well my disney connections got me a meeting with her and she's like well, why are you here what's what's going on like, you don't know me i'm from across the street <laughs> we did we did all these movies and and we've been trained in this business here to be the best in the world at what we do. And now we get laid off. There's 40,000 people here. There should be something for me to draw. that was exactly what I said to her. And she sat down, she said, hmm, I think you're right. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and as she was saying that, uh, one of her directors was walking by, and she says, "I forgot his name. I think it was Steve. Steve, 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 Steve stop, stop, stop! Come here, come here, come here. This is Marshall Tubing. and blah, 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 blah." And he, he says, "Yeah, we got stuff for you to draw." That was it. I was assistant art director on Sky High oh. with Kirk Russell, and so that was yeah.
0: yeah
1: that's her personal favorite.
0: Yeah, though. I love Sky High.
2: Thank you. Read the credits, you'll see me over there. <laughs> so that was what I did when I left, and then after that, I went on and uh, did nothing for a couple of years basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up being the head of department at Deluxe, and which was fun. We got a lot of, we ended up with uh, Space Jam 2. I worked on Space Jam 2. Wow. so it's been fine you know I've enjoyed getting my fine art career together and that's been of that
0: yeah
2: yeah it's that's going really good right now so I'm really enjoying all that am I done with animation if one of my big dogs calls me up I'm probably gonna go back you know? but uh, I like what I'm doing now
0: Wow. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your art online. Oh, good. It's, just, it's so good. Like, oh, I guess you. you must like draw every day to get that level.
2: All the time. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It, it's just crazy hot. I love it. But yeah. it's getting.
0: I mean, I'm getting like, better.
2: So that's all I want to do.
0: Yeah, I was a studio art major back in school. So, like, my teachers always told me they're like, You need to draw every day, Ange. And like, maybe, maybe (laughs) I'll do it. But then I realized, like, after, if you have a drawing practice for at least every day, every single month of the year, you're going to get better. And, like, just drawing from life and everything, you're going to get better. But I I guess that's the thing that, now that I'm hearing it from you, that, like, even you draw every day and everything. It's like, wow, they were right. I got to draw.
2: Yeah, I it uh, I every day I drive every day I drive everybody around me crazy because uh, <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> I'm going to work you
1: know so yeah yeah um can you go can you over some of the inspiration for your most recent uh, fine artwork because a lot of it's um very very interesting kind of curious where the inspiration yeah. comes from
2: um let's see a piece a Martin Luther King piece did you see that the arrest yeah. of yeah. Martin Luther King okay uh, when I was a kid. Uh, watching tv uh on the floor with all the papers around me drawn like i I told Mm -hmm. you i was doing on a sunday watching wonderful world of disney and then the news comes on before bonanza that's where (laughs) so the news is on walter cronkite is on and they arrested martin luther king Mm. and they showed this image now when i was growing up Martin Luther King was the second coming. He could walk on water, he could do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he could do no wrong. And to see him with the police holding on to him, I was didn't know what to say. I was out of words. I'm like, they can't do that. That's Martin Luther King. you know they can't you know, I, that image never left my head. And uh, I was looking on the internet for stuff the other um, a few months ago. And I saw that image and I hadn't seen it for years. I said, ah, there it is again. I got to paint that. So that's where that painting came from, that from that childhood thing that I yeah.
0: Wow. Did you do that one uh, behind you? That's the bluish guy over there?
2: Yes. Uh huh. He looks like, do you know who Kevin Garnett is? The basketball Uh player he used to play? It looks like Kevin Garnett. It's not him, but yes, I did do him. That's a pencil drawing on um, and blue and white. That's all it is. Nothing else but blue and white. Wow. And then that's John Kennedy behind us there.
0: Mm.
2: Um that's a pastel drawing painting too.
0: Oh wow. What
2: else is it? There's tons of stuff in here. This is the real studio. Uh, there's a painting I'm working on right now. This is a nurse.
1: Oh, <laughs> you where, see the bottom you, of her I saw you posted shirt. that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, I just finished her. So I can step all around. So um, I'm trying to get my painting every as, as bad as I went after my animation career, I'm going after my fine art career just as hard. So yeah, yeah I am drawing every day because I got to get in museums. Yeah. <laughs> That's my job. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, I've been in a couple gallery things before, and like, still hoping for that museum. Still, yeah,
2: I'll go up meet. That's me. That's me every day. So
0: uh, yeah,
1: that's really really cool. Um, I guess that question I had. So, I guess you said kind of like after I guess like 2010 ish you haven't done as much animation. My question is like, so when you eventually got on Space Jam two. Was it kind of like going back a memory lane, kind of redoing like a bunch of old techniques? and But then you do it modernized, right? Using digital. Yeah, software. we
2: drew it on the Cintiq, which is right sitting right in front of me. I got that yeah. right here. So we did it on the Cintiq. So it made it a completely different experience. I mean, I had to take lessons once a week on how to draw on this thing. And, and it was hard. And so I never got comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's this is the way we do it now in this business and and yeah i knew i know that and i have been doing it but man when the stress kicked in and I, there was no you can't erase it the way you want to you know <laughs> yeah. you can but you can't you know so it was a lot of things so but it's a wonderful technique and it's the best way to go with this business you know so i i love drawing on the, the thing on good days.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
1: You know that's that's pretty cool because I, I was wondering, like, uh, I guess the production for that uh, for Space Jam 2, How long was that production? And did that weigh any on you? Because I heard it was rather fast turnaround from other people.
2: Yeah, it was fast, but I was on it for a long time because my company we were at the very beginning of the planning stage yeah. and i was trying to make sure we got a big chunk of it over at deluxe to work on you know instead of uh nothing you know yeah. <laughs> so i that, that was my job and and we got that big chunk so uh that kicked in all the stress so, <laughs> so there was no way around it wow
0: how do you manage stress when you're in a work environment like a like a Disney or um, Space Jam? Like, because I I, ma- I imagine it must be like a lot of stress.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best. How do I go about this, say, saying this at, at Disney? Remember, you got to remember we didn't have the Cintiq and all that stuff. We were So It was just paper, mm-hmm. and all you would hear is paper shuffling all the time. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason that brought us together a little more because we had to communicate one-on-one. I have to come sit and talk to you instead of talk to you over the video like we're doing now because I got to show you these drawings and you got to tell me. So it was a little more closeness. With this technique on Space Jam, A lot of my crew was in Iran or whatever the country Mm. is. (laughs) So, you know, and I, man, they were working at four in the morning and I'm trying to figure out how to wake up in the morning. So Mm. the hours were different. There was no closeness. Everything was on the phone and on uh, Cintiq, Mm. you know, and we did do Zoom meetings and... My thing about Disney and old 2D animation
1: yeah.
2: is that it's 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 a group of people mm-hmm. and the group yeah. of us is doing it. And here, I feel like it's just me, um. you know? And, and I'll tell you, at midnight, <laughs> when I'm by myself on this Cintiq working on a problem and I don't have anybody to help me with it,
1: mm.
2: it I get stressed, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, what am I gonna do? I don't know what I'm gonna do, so, yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, because I, I was cause I see a lot of behind the scenes of uh, you know stuff from Disney from the nineties. seemed like a very like tight knit type of group. It seemed like a very fun environment. It's an yes. environment I wish that would be around nowadays because everything again is online. So I feel like you lose yeah. a lot of that connection from everybody.
2: Yeah, that you know, man, we had the greatest times. I mean, <sighs> we ate together. We were together with the crew more than we were with our own families. You know, <laughs> I, we you get to work at nine, maybe 9.30. Nobody really fusses because you work like 14, 15 hours a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Disney feeds you. They have full catered meals all the time. Uh, they eventually go into the lunch thing where you get to go buy you own lunch. But when we're working movies, there's food you put your headsets on put your favorite music on and just start working you know and and you get into your little zone your little peaceful zone where it's just you and what you're working on and that music in your head you know and you just kind of go from there so i like that i miss that yeah yeah with this it's a lot of distractions for some reason i don't know why i don't i haven't figured it out why maybe that's why because i haven't figured out <laughs> how to deal with it yet but it, it, it's a lot of distractions for me so mm. uh, when you talk to one of my other animator buddies they'll tell oh no i love every second of it it's okay mm.
1: it's all right yeah no i know some people like it some people don't um i mean i prefer to be with around people um mm-hmm. yeah I, I, feel, I, feel, I just feel like it just like either ideas or just it just works as a better environment. I feel, mm. yeah, you know?
0: yeah. He's a real deal extrovert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to animation, nothing else. Only about animation. So yeah, yeah.
2: It it's a blast. You walk around the studio. There's Glenn Keane. You walk in his office and sit down and talk to him. There's you know, everybody's there. You know, and, and the greatest animators in the world were there. Yeah. They fly people in from Europe and all of those places. We had a studio in Paris too.
1: Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and uh, I used to go there and work there. It's just, what's better than that? It was the greatest place in the world to be, you know? Mm. Here, you don't get to do that because you got the Cintiq and you're right here in your pajamas <laughs> 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 and be happy, you know? They I mean, get paid. I like that part. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I know you kind of talked about, you know, Glenn Keane and other people. What would you say throughout working at Disney, what are some people that kind of still stick in your mind that kind of inspired you? Um,
2: people that inspired me, and I don't think they're still at Disney.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, Bill Berg, uh,
2: Lisa, I mean, Vera Lamfer. Uh, Vera yeah. Lamfer she was my mentor and um, from since Secret and M. Mm-hmm. She started training me on Secret and M. So when it was time for me to go to Disney, she was already the head of the department there. So she was like, hey, let him come. So, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Don Hahn, I think he's the best producer I've ever met. He produced hits that I worked on. Everything he produced, blah. I was there was a hit and I mean Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and, and Atlantis and uh, he helped down on Tarzan and this, you know all of the directors when it was two on every movie yeah those guys man you hear about the old directors in old Hollywood because I watch the old movies all the time you- these directors are way better they Mm -hmm. they understand people they know what they want to see they tell you how to get it they're putting their vision up on the screen and and you are responsible for drawing you know Mm -hmm. and i love that it's the greatest feeling you know so um who else um renee holt i don't know if you ever heard of her she's when I first got to Disney work, at, no, I take it back. She hired me on the heavy metal movie. Oh, oh, okay. That was back in 19, what year was that? 19... I got my thing here that says I don't work. 1981. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. So I've known Renee since 1981. And uh, she's pretty much the best cleanup artist I've ever seen. I think Vera was good, I think Bill Burr was great but I think when they hoped had this touch, she drew Bill
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Beauty and the Beast I mean she's just got that I didn't draw the females because they're hard <laughs> <laughs> they're perfect every time I did a uh, in between um, of what's her name the frog princess
0: oh Tiana oh, Tiana.
2: Tiana. oh my god it's so hard to draw Anyway, Bell was hard, I do want for Bell. So but uh there are people like that that really um the big producers, Roy Disney Jr. Yeah, was a great friend of mine. I flew I flew to his house in oh, wow. his castle in Ireland, you know. That's he, cool. uh, mm-hmm. uh, he told me things about my own last name, which is Irish and he, he, he great guy. Mm-hmm. We really and, you know. Peter Schneider, who ran uh, Disney Animation when I first got there. I mean, those guys, they believed in me. Yeah. You know, I'm just a brother from Kansas City. Those guys believed in me and gave me a shot. And, man. Wow. Every time I think about that, I just want to cry right in front of them because they just, oh, you guys are so great. It's just great. It's mm. wonderful how they did. It.
0: So Wow. So I guess it really is just about who you know, and that's how you get in. Who I, you know.
2: I think it has to have something to do with it, you know, I really think that's in it. I really do think it is I have no relatives here, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I knew a couple of people, so
0: wow, so cool,
1: yeah, kind of going back to the i to the idea say having to know people, so so what would you kind of say is like? Well, I guess I don't know if you ever get to ask this question for more younger people. Is that I obviously the industry has changed a lot. Do you think it's there's really a like bad. a lot, a lot since the nineties and two thousands? Do you think there's oh. something that young people have to do differently in order to kind of break out in this industry? Because
0: if you think about it, like oh my gosh, like I apply to jobs and I don't get them, and I realize, wait, what experience do you have to get to have an entry level job where they're already you. asking for all that experience?
2: It's a catch twenty two. I, I I don't. You know, um, it's not like it was like when I cause they asked me, Are you in the union? I said, Yes I am. I was not in the union. The mm-hmm. union called me and said, You're not a union, you can't have that job. I said, But I've already got the job. It's okay, we'll just sign you up. It was that easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not that easy to do yeah. anything like that now. So um man you gotta be yourself when you go don't don't try to learn from a book how to approach these folks because they're reading they're reading you they're looking right at you
0: mm-hmm.
2: and portfolio wise don't worry about cartoon stuff in your portfolio okay. and I know you probably got that and because yeah. you love drawing the cartoon careful I didn't show any cartoon work on my Disney portfolio. Mm-hmm. I, did, I showed all my realistic stuff on my, that you'll see on my website, on my Instagram site, and all that. Yeah, I did. That, I showed that stuff uh, because they want artists. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll show you how to be a cartoonist. That's that's their theory. So remember that. That's for whoever else is listening to. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't don't put cartoons in there. I mean, if you got to, you got go ahead, put your favorite one in there, but don't oversaturate it with a
0: bunch mm-hmm. of stuff.
2: Feel
1: like i'm babbling am i doing <laughs> oh, this <is laughs> great
0: i am okay. just absorbing i love it. okay
1: you know just absorbing because you know hopefully sooner or later we want to you know break out this industry whether that means go to la or somewhere else we really just we're just trying to find ways to get industry and also talking to people like you also helps us and hopefully other people too who listen so everything you say is great
2: yeah where are you guys
1: so right now we're uh we're in missouri
0: oh okay are you at home are you in kansas city Oh no, we are from St. Louis. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, no, my dad's from Kansas City. Okay, but um, I'm out of St. Louis.
2: Okay, so okay, it gets once again. I bought a one way ticket, hmm. and I didn't even have a place to stay or an interview or something. like You can't do that nowadays, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we been talking about that know? recently. Yeah. Yeah, you get, you, you got to have a better. But I bought a one way ticket, and I just said, "I'll work at McDonald's if I have to to get back home." But I'm gonna go do this because I got to see what it, if I can do it. Because mm-hmm. I'll hate myself, you know. <laughs> if, if so, that's what I did. And um, you got to be a little more careful now, you know. And everything costs a lot more now than
1: it yeah. did back in
2: 1977. So. But you gotta be yourself. So that, that, that's the best thing I can say here. With that, it, it's, I can't see any other way to tell you how to. It's hard yeah. once you get your foot in the door. As long as your foot doesn't get cut off, the toes get cut off in the door. Mm-hmm. You've made it in, you know. So um, my the folks I knew. Some of them are still around, you know, Uh, some of them are too big to talk to me even now. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, but, uh, it's time, it's time. I was 24 when I bought the one-way ticket. Wow. And I'm still in California <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to this day. I'm still in California. And, uh, wow. So, but a couple of wives, you know this. This not a this thing doesn't like love too much. Okay, be careful.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> love is not high on the animation industry priority. You know it is, but you know they're more concerned about what you can do. You know, and uh, keep that in mind. Just, I, I want you to make this. If you want it, you can come on out here, man. And uh, there's a spot because I'm leaving my spot. So <laughs> like, I'll leave a spot for you there. So um, you got to come out and give it a shot, though. Now, are you ready for something like that?
1: I mean, I, are we, t- yeah. am I
2: interviewing now? I'm doing the interview now. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for something like that?
1: I mean, I've always been, it's been my dream to just, well, I'm originally, I'm originally actually from California. Um, mm-hmm. It's been my dream to just go out there and just make cartoons. I mean, I've just, mm-hmm. it's always been my thing. But, you know, I again, like you said, now you just, you do need more of a plan now because everything's more expensive. You can't just, and unfortunately, you can't just get on a plane. I mean, I have relatives in there. So like I guess that it helps it a little bit, but it
2: helps a little, but, but yeah. there
1: is definitely a lot more planning now, but I wish just jump on that plan like you did back in that time. You
2: know, broke days back then were not as hard as they are now because everything's more expensive now. Yeah. So I can put together three or four bucks or go sit and sketch some faces out in, in the corner and make some money to go get a burger. It's harder now, you know. So um and I'm not telling you don't try or anything, but you gotta be ready. You gotta want it in point to my chest here, you gotta want it in here. You know, mm-hmm. to come out here and give it a shot, though. And that goes at any time. How, can I ask how old you are?
0: We're both 23. 23. Our birthdays are five days apart.
1: Yeah. Time to go. Let's
2: yeah. go. It's time to come on out here. Let's, let's make it work. Yeah. It's wonderful out here. It's expensive.
1: Oh, yeah. But yeah we're actually, great. we're coming down for the, maybe, you know, the Lightbox convention, the animation yeah. convention. Yeah, we're going mm-hmm. down the end of the month. So oh, okay. All right. Right. Yeah, but you yeah, know, we're, we're 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 trying, we're trying. Yeah. Don't give up. You know, I
2: think kids today sometimes they give up a little too quickly, mm-hmm. you know. Because everything is not as hard as you know, and, and I don't want it to be hard for you. We <laughs> mm-hmm. want it to be as smooth as it is for you. But you gotta want it, you know? And I don't know how to tell you that part, you know? You, you guys are gonna figure that out, you know? It'll make you wanna quit, but you're not gonna quit. I was working out on Aladdin, and this one of my supervisors had me redraw a close up of Aladdin like four times erase it and redraw, erase it and redraw, erase it and redraw. I was so mad and I was so tired of this. And I said, I got to go for a walk. So I stepped outside to go for a walk. It was like 120 degrees. Uh, I had been in of air conditioning all day. It was 120 degrees across the street. There was this cat digging a ditch for the phone company. He didn't have a shirt on. dirt all on his back and the sun was beating the crap out of him. Hmm. It made me stop and I said you know what I guess drawing that over and over again is not that bad idea. (laughs) 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 I'm just gonna go back in here and draw this some more. (laughs) And you know so uh, little things little lessons like that have always helped me too. So. Giving up means I could be that cat doing that ditch thing, trying to make a living, you know? And here I am with a wonderful, drawn-in-the-air-conditioned job on a multi-million-dollar movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Not bad. You know, remember that stuff, so.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess I know we're almost up on our hour here, but I guess kind of the last to wrap things up, um, what would you say there's something going on in the industry right now that's exciting you and are things that are slightly concerning you?
2: Um, one of the things that's concerning me is there are not enough hits out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always okay when there was Disney was just doing one movie at a time because I was there already so it didn't make any difference to me but Before that, there was always a TV show to go to or a movie or another movie, you know, or there's commercials over here. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel like it's that much out there anymore. So uh, that concerns me. Um, There's a big cry out in the world for 2D animation Mm -hmm. to stay strong. Mm -hmm. So I think that's gonna be okay because This is something we were trained to do by the masters, you know, and it should be something carried on. And it's it's an American art form, you know, and it should be carried on. So I think that part's going to be okay.